Hello, market meditators, and welcome to your daily market briefing. Short, snappy, no BS, 10-minute daily updates about the crypto markets. Delivered to you by me, Kin. What do they not tell you about the crypto markets? Quite a lot. Why is it that in a bull market, everyone has so much to say, but as soon as a bear market comes, everyone's silent? I'm going to reveal to you a really important bear market strategy. It will reveal what a lot of people don't want you to know about the crypto markets. Before we go into this bear market strategy, I'm going to do the usual format of these 10 minute daily update market meditations calls. These are calls hosted by me, Kim. I always begin by talking you through the most important charts in crypto, BTC and ETH. Next, we look at interesting altcoins. Specifically, we also always look at the biggest altcoin performers of the day. Next, we go into the top five headlines in the news that are relevant for every single crypto investor out there. Last but not least, in today's video, we're gonna talk about that bear market strategy that no one wants to tell you about. So please make sure to stick around until the end to find out exactly what that strategy is and how you can start implementing it today. So we see that BTC is continuing a little bit of a losing streak these last couple days. Currently trading around about or just below the 23k level. Whilst it is pretty much a red day, it's really worth noting that the largest cryptocurrency by market cap is relatively unfazed by the very big event that happened yesterday. Of course, yesterday we did see the phantom wallet hack that left over 8,000 wallets, including several Solana addresses, compromised. The crypto market continues to mature. Therefore, events like Solana hacks or big ecosystem hacks, even though they are big events in their own magnitude, are not enough to significantly impact BTC. This might not have been the case two years ago. Two years ago, a hack like this might have led to a really big collapse in Bitcoin, but this is a good sign that the asset is maturing. Consider this, if you held loads of shares in Apple or Amazon, would you sell them if they reported one quarter of bad events? Of course not. You have enough conviction in Apple and Amazon to know that any factors like this are short term and are not a reflection of Amazon or Apple altogether. It's similar with Bitcoin. We've gotten to the point where small hacks or even big hacks don't impact the overall intrinsic value, use case or conviction that people have behind the asset. It's a good sign. Similarly, Ethereum is trading slightly down on the day, but all things considered, it could be doing a lot worse. Very easy in these markets to lose perspective. If we consider just a couple weeks ago, Bitcoin was trading right below the 20k level. Not only is it good news that BTC is holding its ground fairly well, given what we saw with the hack yesterday, but also with what we saw regarding the China-Taiwan conflicts. You'll remember that there was some nervousness in general when the US House of Representatives Speaker Nancy Pelosi decided to visit Taiwan yesterday. This came despite warning signs and clear negative sentiment and feeling from China. A lot of people were very nervous about this event and there was lots of displays of military hardware on uh, coastal cities in China. Uh, a lot of things coming out in the news to create some panic around this event. Even after Pelosi landed, Beijing was actually pretty quick to retaliate. Beijing quickly suspended import licenses for citrus fruit, two types of fish, as well as 100 bands of snacks and confectionaries. They've also said that they will conduct lots of live fire exercises off of Taiwan's coast later in the week. 
This type of conflict is not what investors want to see, and it usually makes them move away from risky assets like Bitcoin and the crypto markets. We go from seemingly being in a state of peace to suddenly seeing loads of news and events pop up about war or conflicts. This sometimes leads to speculation that the timing of these tensions is very much calculated. Some people are speculating that this is just an attempt by China to distract investors and indeed to distract people back at home living in China. The economic reality of China is bleak. Four regional banks in country are reportedly ready to collapse, dragged down by China's growing debt bubble. The housing market is experiencing difficulties and we're seeing an industrial slowdown due to its lockdowns and COVID zero policies. Also recall the social unrest we're seeing. One bank refused to accept withdrawal requests in China, protesters marched on its steps, and then authorities hired thugs to disperse them and weaponized the protesters' health QR codes, turning them red, which is an automatic quarantine sentence in state-run facilities. So really, this is a lesson to always dig a bit deeper when you see the news. And overall, this tension so far has not damaged BTC very much, but we'll continue to watch the story. Next, consider the Solana chart. All things considered, Solana's also done pretty well considering the hack, trading pretty much neutral on the 24 hour or slightly negative. Again, this suggests that longer term holders of Solana have overall conviction in the asset and one small event is not enough to shake or destroy that conviction. So now we move over to the part of the recording where we go over the top five headlines. Remember that after this, I'm going to give you that secret bear market strategy that no one's talking about. Positive news regarding sports and crypto continues to flood into the market. Oxford City FC has become the latest sports club to start allowing Bitcoin payments for tickets and food and drinks for the new season starting August 6th. Top headline number two, US senators are reintroducing the amendment to clarify broker definition in infrastructure laws. Senators have reintroduced an amendment that failed to clear the Senate after the passage of the infrastructure bill last year. The amendment would clarify the broker definition for crypto firms as reported. A lot of people panic when they see headlines like this. I always say this, just bear in mind that regulations, laws, policies take a really long time to pass through all the various hoops they need before they become into practice. So when you see headlines like this, even if a change is eventually going to happen, it's very much going to be in the future and it has a very long way to go before it actually gets in place. So don't believe the panic or FOMO that some people try to create by blasting these headlines and telling you to run for the hills. Headline number three, until we get into that secret strategy. Starbucks is teasing Web3 reward programs to attract new customers. This will create an entirely new set of digital network effects that will attract new customers and be attractive to existing customers in our core retail stores, said interim CEO Howard Schulitz. A lot of people had in their top predictions for 2022 that the metaverse would explode. We were all told to get ready and prepared to become the best virtual version of ourselves. That hasn't quite materialized. But what could be a saving grace for the metaverse is partnerships like this. So I wouldn't abandon all hope in the metaverse just yet. Top headline number four, we're getting closer and closer to that key event you need to stick around for. Yesterday, we spoke in great depth about the Solana hack, how it happened, what it means for you, how you can protect yourself. But we can't just read a headline and then, you know, wipe our hands and say, that's it, let's never visit it again. 
True research, true analysis means revisiting stories, constantly picking at them and seeing what lessons we can learn. On these calls, I'll always reference back to stories, events, and give you updates. The Solana team has apparently traced Exploit Black to Slope mobile wallets. Solana developers say affected addresses in Tuesday Night's hack were at one point created, imported, or used in Slope mobile wallet applications. Indeed, Slope has confirmed that a cohort of its wallets were compromised in the incident. In legacy or traditional markets, hacks, exploits, scams, they go left unsolved. One of the beauties of the crypto markets, despite uh, people's claims that, you know, it's not safe, is that everything is traceable. Everything can be sourced back to something. It's the beauty of this ecosystem. It means we can understand exactly why things happened. And even more important than that, we can understand how to avoid them in the future. That's why the crypto markets are going to continue to evolve and grow. It's specifically that mechanism. Last headline until we get into that bit that everyone's waiting for. After four years, Japan brings back its first crypto ATM. Local exchange Gaioko is set to roll out crypto ATMs in Tokyo and Osaka and has outlined plans for 130 of them over the next three years. If you stuck around this long, well done. The best part is usually at the end. We leave it for the people who manage to stick through. This secret I want to tell you that not many people will tell you is that you can make serious profit in bear markets. The reason people don't want to talk about this is obviously because the bull market is easier to find opportunity in and grow and thrive in. That being said, there is still opportunity in the bear market. It's harder to find. But in fact, many of the people who are successful in the bull market prime themselves and find those opportunities in the bear market. Today, I'm going to talk you through our NFT bear market strategy. You've probably got a friend who made a killing off of NFTs in the bull market. All he or she had to do was implement a buy and hold strategy. And next thing you know, the NFT 10x in value. You can still find explosive NFTs like that in a bear market with significant upside potential, but the way you select them becomes a lot more important. There's four key things that you should look out for when picking NFTs in a bear market. First of all, look into the team or the people who are running the NFT. I'm always amazed by how many people don't do this. If you go to a project's official channels or white paper, you'll find out exactly who is behind it. All it takes is a Google search and a bit of due diligence to find out who are these people. Have their previous projects been successful? You can even find red flags. Have their previous projects been scams? So much you can learn by just investigating the team behind an NFT. Next, find an NFT that has utility. Examples of utility include in-game assets, memberships to high-value communities, and rights to real-world tangible assets. The higher the utility, the higher prospective value your NFT will have. Next, look out for liquidity and previous performance. During this bear market, liquidity has dropped significantly for all NFT projects. Those that retain some liquidity may outperform once we return to stronger market conditions. Finally, look out for rarity. Typically, NFTs will have traits based on appearance or utility. As a general rule, the rarer the trait, the more valuable the NFT. Bear in mind that in a bull market, if you spot an NFT with all these traits, it'll be a lot more expensive than during a bear market. That's why if you pick assets during a bear market, you also have much bigger upside potential. However, it also comes with a significant risk that you will not be able to sell the asset, losing all your capital in the process. Always be aware of that risk. 
So that brings us to the end. Thank you guys so much for listening. Bye.